Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Like, wow. wow, good for you. <laughs> I get that after shows. They're like, oh, you're so brave. Like, excuse me? Brave. Yeah, brave. Yeah, brave. <laughs> good for you. It's so Here's, Yeah, when's your, this is your real job? Okay, so Persian Girl Podcast, yeah? Yes. This is exciting. Is only Persian girls allowed to be on the podcast? No, not at all. (laughs) We have, like, even gay white men. Oh, yeah? What do they talk about? Persian girls? Persian boys. Persian boys? (laughs) Really? Um, Okay. I mean, that was just one episode. He was a friend. We've had a lot of um, Persian men as well. Not a lot. I mean, this is a new podcast, but I would say, like, half and half. I mean, we're open to having Middle Eastern people as well. Yeah. I think, like, we're just calling it Persian Girl Podcast because... That's who we are. That's who yeah. we are, but it's also, yeah. like, the experiences we share and interview others about are kind of in... They correspond with, like, many different cultures or, like, any immigrant kind of culture. Totally. Yeah. Well, I definitely love your Instagram posts. Oh, I think they're you. so funny. Thank you. We're, yeah, I look we're... forward to them all the time. <laughs> We look forward to your post. I oh, I tried. I I don't know. Sometimes I apologize in advance. I'm like, I don't know what I'm posting. No, your stories are hilarious. I love following comedians on oh, Instagram. Oh, thank you, thank you. I yeah, mean, I you feel... should never have to apologize in advance. If someone's getting offended, they just shouldn't be looking. Like, oh yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. No, that I know that for sure. We, we were just talking before you just um we started this podcast about how politically correct this nation is becoming and how offended people are becoming so quickly especially college students oh my god (laughs) i i just told millie that um i'm done doing um college gigs because they're too um offended easily over anything and so i don't have an hour of material to talk about like my grandpa you know (laughs) <laughs> Wait, tell tell them what you were saying about the insurance. Oh, yeah. So they had these insurance artist um, coverage where just in case, you know, you offend somebody, you're covered. So there you go, world. Now you know. What? I know. Yeah, so maybe if we're offended, like if you offended us so 
so badly that yeah. I you want to sue I me. broke down like I had a mental breakdown like sure. checking to a psych ward I'm going to send you an invoice for this yeah. and then I'm also going to sue you I'm for sure. like unrest or Millie, something we both know if you're checking into a psych ward it's just because of who you are <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm pretty don't, sure don't blame her <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. we've all checked into a psych ward so yeah. tell us about like how you got into comedy and um you know there wasn't nobody ever told me like oh my god you're so funny you should definitely do stand up nobody ever told me that because you know how you hear people they're like oh you know so many people told me I'm funny so I just decided no it wasn't that way at all I just um I really I I didn't know what I wanted to do I I always was doing um, acting I always did stuff on my on the side. But I had all these, um, I wanted to perform. I wanted to do crazy characters. I wanted to do stories. And um, I had one, a few of my friends that were doing stand-up at that time. Mm-hmm. And one of them just suggested, you know, why don't you just try it? Just try it out. See if that would be a good creative outlet for you. I had no intention, by the way, of turning this into a career. I was just creatively, as an artist, going, I need I need something to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you're an actor and you're not working, you, you go crazy. Yeah. You, you go insane. Some people paint. Yeah. Some people, you know, give up. You know, some people, you know, you need to do something. So for me, I was like, well, I don't like improv. I'm, I, improv freaks me out. I don't know. I don't know how people do that. So I was like, well, let me try stand-up. I, I do have a lot of stories to tell. I do have a lot of impressions and characters I want to you know, do on stage. So then I did that. And then, you know, it was like a year or two of just doing it for fun. Nothing. I had and you weren't no... nervous like the first time? Of course, I'm always nervous. But I wasn't doing arenas. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything massive at all. You know, I was like... If you asked me, like, hey, Mel, do you think this is your career now? I'd be like, no. I'm just, I'm just, this is an outlet for me. And then for some crazy reason, I I was starting getting booked. Like, these random, like, headliners were like, hey, uh, this was, like, in 2010. There was not that many Middle Eastern female Mm -hmm, comedians. mm -hmm. So, like, you do stand-up, can you do, like, 15 minutes? Can you do 10 minutes? Can I take you on the road? And it would just be, like, one after the other, and then I just started, you know. That's amazing. It just started working. I was working. reading that you're actually the first Iranian-American to tour, to yeah. do comedy tours around. I'm doing all over. I've been touring. I did, last year, I went all over Europe. And then, <laughs> yeah. What do wow. you say there? <laughs> what? Like, what, are, what is your material like there? What do you... Very universal. You know, like you can't just be like, don't you guys hate it when in L.A. this? No, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you hate it like when you would... can't get your Starbucks? What? Um, <laughs> actually, that would work. Um, yeah, they would. They would say like. Do you feel like you could be like, I guess, more yourself in Europe? Like you don't have to like censor yourself as much as opposed to like doing comedy here. Um. That's a really good question. Um, you you don't have to censor yourself, but you do have to talk in a way that they would understand, <laughs> you know? Because it depends. Like, I did I did stand-up in Germany, and Germany, they do speak English, but I had to slow it down. Um, yeah. I feel like I have to censor myself. Like, I opened for Maximini. I've been opening for him for three, four years. I feel like I have to censor myself in front of Persian crowds. 
Yeah, that's. I think that's the one you have to censor. That's the only place I have to censor myself. The place where I'm authentically me is American clubs, because I can do. Oh, wow. I can do ethnic material. I can do relationship material. I can do anything I want to do, and it doesn't have to do with you know because sometimes. The Persian community, they're very judgmental, especially when I first started doing Persian. Like, when I first started doing them, it took me a good two years to figure them out. They were a very tough crowd to, to figure out because they're like, who's this Persian female? Mm-hmm. You know, they were, especially the women were judging. It was the women that were judging. Yeah, they probably, they're like, oh, in like. Yeah, who does she G- think G she word, is? G word. Yeah, the G or J word, however you want to say oh, it. Oh, yeah, J, yeah. Yeah, who J. is she? <laughs> and she's not Amir K. She's not Max. Maybe she's, maybe they're boning. Maybe they're in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, God. You know? Oh, well, also, this is another, another thing, because um, I, I was just reading your Twitter before you got here, and I saw it was like all women, like women, they'll say, Persian woman, we want a female comedian, and then you're like, oh hi, and then you're like, oh wait, are you friends with Maz Jabrani? Like that's the first thing. Oh, and, I, they're like, oh yeah, um, you should headline. You need to definitely headline. We need more female Iranian women to headline, and I'll headline a, a room. Do you think they'll come out and support? No, they don't. I have to like advertise it, pay for advertisements, this that, but but like they'll be there in a heartbeat for. For like a male comedian and, and nothing against that it's just the way it is right now you know we really need to change it we need to change this you know there the, the demand is high for women uh, I, I see it in crowds now like the Iranian women love it they love seeing me perform but we need them now to come support us when we're doing a one-woman show when we're doing our own thing you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's where I need to figure out how can we change that. I think it honestly is something that takes time and it just needs to be normalized, like what we're doing and what you're doing. Just people being brave and not acting like it's a freak show. Like me and Natalie always say we don't like when people are like, wow, good for you that you're doing this. Like, what am I saying that's so bizarre that you're saying good for you? What yeah. are we revealing yeah, it's like- that we have some sort of because you guys are being creative you guys are doing something outside the norm they don't know how to they don't know how to put that into a square they're like oh exactly um that's mm, good for you yeah it's like wow wow good for you (laughs) i get that after shows they're like oh you're so brave like excuse me brave yeah yeah brave (laughs) good for you it's here's yeah when's your this is your real job that's the worst. Oh, God. This, oh is, God. this is your, like, full-time thing. <laughs> do you know how many times I get that? This is full-time for you? And what do you say? When Do you just, like, smile and be phony? What do you do? You have to. What are you going to say? Something rude? I don't know. I yeah. think I would lose it after a while. I mean... I have no all, filter. The whole month of March, I was traveling all over. I did show after show after show, all Persian. It was all the same. Do you do this full time? Good for you. Um, do you headline? Oh wow. Uh, do you know Moz? Do you know Max? I love Moz. I love Max. Oh, so good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good for you. That's so yeah, great. Yeah, your response to them should be good for you. Like, oh, you love Max. Oh, good for you. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Good for 
but you know, I mean, Max Maximini, by the way, you know, any any fans of his, he's one of the biggest supporters of women. He he's always been pushing me, and he's trying to change it. He's been he's been like you know trying to help me, like if we can get you to headline more this or that. But it 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 just really starts with the the Iranians, you know. Yeah, I agree. It's it's yeah. as much as it's like one. He's trying his best too, but at the end of the day, we need a. It's like Shapi Khorsandi. She's the oh, first person. Oh, I actually person. know her. Yeah, she's the first woman I've ever seen Iranian, and um, she she made it really big with her viral video on at the Apollo. And she's British. If anybody doesn't know, she's a British um, Iranian comedian, very talented. But she's not really performing that she much. She also makes really good gourmet sabzi. Gourmet sabzi. <laughs> she probably performs in, like, London, right? Locally. Yeah, yeah. But she, she's never, you know, I don't know what it is, like, if she had a child or something. But, like, it'd be really cool to keep that momentum going, you know? Because she, she was really big when I, when I started. Um, well, I think, like, her... I, I honestly don't know. I should. I met her once through a friend, and I didn't. I, I should follow up with her, and I should definitely send her the podcast. But I feel like a lot of her material wasn't necessarily about being Persian. I feel like in Europe, this is what I was going to say yeah. as well: is that it's not just about people don't view Persians as Persians. You're just kind of like thrown in ethnic. the whole like ethnic like sure. Arab. They just view like so. You, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't really think yeah, she yeah. discusses Persian content more, and maybe she feels much more British than she does. But yeah. many, I was going to ask you, like, you grew up in Seattle. And yeah. Is there a Persian community there? Like, what was that when, like? Dude, when I grew up, there was none. Now yeah, it's all Iranian. Really? All oh, Iranian. Wow. It's because I'm from Bellevue. There was, like, I don't know, three Persian people in my school. Now it's, like, all Persian. It's, like... Amazon moved there. Mm. Boeing has been there. Microsoft, Yahoo. It's like, it's like yeah. this rich. Wherever there's business, there's fresh. Yes, <laughs> it's like the Beverly Hills of Seattle. Oh, wherever God. they need engineers, there's Persian. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's all these Persian people. Yeah, it's cool. What do your parents do? Or my parents, my mom waxes. She's a bikini waxer. Oh, really? Yeah. Is she in L.A.? Maybe I should go to her. I one. wish. No, she's in uh, Seattle. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I know. I love going only to Persian bikini waxers. They know what's they up. Just get, they get me better. Like, they do things that other waxing places just won't do. <laughs> uh, the, them and myself are the only people I can trust with waxing. Yeah, you're right. Because they know hair. They know yeah. how hairy we they, are. They they know, yeah, the coarse hair. It's like a very different They know how to pull yeah, that shit out. the ingrown hairs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely topic. Now we're going to talk a full hour about pubes. Everybody tune in. Oh, yeah. oh we already did that. In one oh, of you guys already episodes, did? But like, we're so always open funny. to do it again. No, it's okay. We guys already did. <laughs> uh, what episode is that for people? <laughs> that was the episode with Iman Harimi Kia. We talked a lot about body Pube, hair, body pubes. Hair. She apparently like said that she used to use cover up on her ingrowns down there. I never even thought to do that, like on her bikini area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, what's really crazy is like I would wax my own bikini area, like when I would be in LA, and then I'd go. Back. I do that. You do that too? Yeah. It's it's cheap and whatever. And then I'd go my back. My waxing lady like is always on vacation. She's like always on a cruise or at a casino. <laughs> oh, 
Are you talking about my mom? Wait, cruise or casino? That's that should be a t-shirt. Yeah, so you were saying you either wax. Yeah. Or... So when I when I when I wax myself, I I create ingrown hairs, and then when I go to my mom, she's like, "What did you do? All this ingrown hair?" And then she she waxes me, and then she takes two thumbs and she squeezes them out, and it's the worst pain ever. And she's like, "I never do this for any of my customers. I love you." Wait, is she? Like, oh, like, I only did this for you, like, obviously, like, I'm your daughter, like, why wouldn't you? Is she ever, like, who are you waxing for? No, like, oh, no, okay, no. Okay, she okay. believes in, like, you know, okay. if you want to be hairless. Okay, she likes, okay. you know, that's her job. No, okay, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, never yeah. know. Though. No. There are some freak yeah. stories. What, what does she think about your career as a comedian? Oh, she's fine with it, you know, as long as I don't ask her for money. I think that's a good rule, you know, if you... You know, if parents aren't happy with your career choice, they should just be happy to know that we're not asking you for money. You know? Do you feel like that's what it is? They're not happy with your... I mean, she she just feels like it's the hardest job I, I picked, you know? So she's like, it would be easier if I became, like, a doctor or a lawyer. Mostly so I could take care of her. Very selfish, these parents are. So, um... But, I mean, I, it's a hard industry, but then everything is hard. Let's say I wanted to become a real estate agent today. Don't you think the competition is hard? Yeah. Oh, it's so oversaturated. Exactly. Almost every guy I know, like, either Persian or just, like, Jewish in general, right. is like, oh, I'm in real estate. I'm like, how many of you can, like, how much real estate is there out there that, like, all of you can be in real estate? Like, how many fucking buildings are there? You can't all be in real estate. I, like, I don't understand how, like, any of them think that they're really well, going to make a career out of it. Maybe that. we need to interview a real estate agent. Next. I think you should. I mean, my my friend started in real estate recently, but he's also an actor, and he's so charismatic. Like, he's so good at being in real estate. He closes deals like no other guy I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Joel. But, but most guys I know that are in real estate, they're like, yeah, it's been like six months since I've closed the deal, but I'm really working on this deal right now. Like, once I close this deal, I'm like, you've been saying this for the longest time. How do you eat in that six months? I know. Well, oh, from their parents. From their parents. Well, like, I can't live that eat. luxury, you know? I have to work. Well, I mean, yeah. if you close a big, yeah. I mean, I, I guess my whole, fa- like, literally everyone in my family works in real estate. That's so crazy. I understand that it could create yeah. a viable income. My, my parents, like, for the past 10 years, are like, go into real estate, huh? And then, do a, you know, go do it. Accounting. They listed everything. And I'm oh, like, God. I have a friend. She got her <laughs> pharmacy. No, my friend got her Persian girl. Persian Girl Podcast, shout out. She got her um, pharmacy degree. She's a pharmacist now. But once she got her pharmacy degree, okay, doctor. She's a doctor. Her dad goes, eh, so you want to maybe get your dental degree too? Or? Wait. Like what? <laughs> like the pharmacy wasn't good enough. And, like, right, do you know how expensive pharmacy school is? Pharmacist is, like, really up there, I think, for yeah, the but Persian the profession. Point is, they really like that. Par- Persian parents have a disease. <laughs> it's a disease. We, should we invent a name for the disease? Ma- it's called the the delusional, yeah, not insanity. good enough. Yeah. <laughs> because they were never doctors. I don't know. N- nobody in my family was ever a doctor. 
Yeah, I don't really come from a family of doctors. There were some rabbis, but no doctors. Rabbis? Some mathematicians. That'd be funny if, like, they're, they're like, why don't you become a rabbi? I mean, I don't understand. Oh <laughs> I mean, I just feel like because we're Persian Jewish, the way Jews got to Iran, they, they couldn't really be part of any, like, high-level position. They were all peddlers. You know, they were merchants. Yeah, so you're, you're so doing like, it I literally in come America. from, like, oh, and I'm a peddler now. <laughs> I peddle the podcast. That's a... I think podcasting <sighs> is great. It's so crazy. Um, so every time I tell uh, anybody, anybody that I do stand-up, they're like, oh, what's your podcast? And I'm like, am I the only comedian without a podcast? It's ah. crazy. Can I just tell well, them your podcast and then just yeah, have them just... listen to yours? It's Persian Girl <laughs> Podcast. I'm not on it. They'll listen to it. Yes. <laughs> this is officially your podcast. Thank you. Take it away. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's really everyone's. Like, we don't want it to be oh. just about us like that's why it's persian girl podcast not like millie and natalie's show it's supposed to be unanimous <laughs> with like other girls who have or women who have this experience that's so you crazy low-key low-key i like to think of it as the natalie show oh snap <laughs> natalie are you in are you in new york right now yeah, I just, I was in the Uber, I just got home, I didn't even say hi to my own mom yet, I oh. called her in advance though, and I told her, I'm like, mom, like, I'm gonna be in my room for a while, Yeah. don't bother me, I'll say hi to you when I'm done. Um, I'll be in New York, right I'll be there, end of June, oh end of June, June. I would love to see you perform, are you, are you coming here to perform, or just like coming in general? I'm, I'm gonna perform, I'll be there June 29th through July 2nd. Oh my god, send us a link, and we'll also post it on the podcast so, like, other people can come see you perform. Other Persian girls should come support you. Definitely, yeah. Um, who, are you on vacation? Yeah, You're yeah on vacation. I'm studying. You're studying. studying, yeah. Yeah, so Natalie, welcome. Okay. Ouch. Um, Maybe you guys start your own podcast. We'll start our own podcast. That would, that would be truly the most, like, Persian girl move. Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> this is, everyone's going to hate this. Yeah, I'll get but, like, your, betray I'll, someone. Betrayment. Like, yeah. yeah, like, some huge betrayal in the podcast. Like, someone steals the idea and, like, no. eventually... <laughs> No, we'll take I'll, we'll take over when you're gone. I'll just be like, it's not Millie, it's Mel. Okay. Oh my god, I would love that. Yeah, everyone I don't, always calls me Millie. Actually, Millie. So, yeah, Nelly? Millie. 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 Like they don't know how to say Millie. Oh, but it's Millie. It's Millie. I said it right. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said it. I right. said just Millie. Persians are like, oh Millie. Oh, nice. Okay, I hate my name with a Persian accent. Not funny. I'll just change it. Natalie. So Natalie. Yeah, Natalie. Natalie. Nat. And my dad calls me Naughty. Yeah. And all my friends make fun of me. They're like, your dad calls you naughty. I'm like, no, it's mm. not. Oh, my God. Like, my dad calls me naughty. Daddy, call me naughty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ew. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> That's so funny. Um... Can you do some impersonations for us? I, th- I probably should have asked you this ahead of time. Oh my god, you're the worst. Millie. I always do I this. Think. I'm like, oh, you're comedian, like, make oh me laugh. God. I know. I can't even think right now. No, My mind is, like, fried. Um, uh, oh, wait. Before yeah. you say that, actually. We made a post on Instagram. Well, this was something we talked about in our last episode. And yeah. we made this our caption for the episode said like it was something like oh anything that's weird 
Or if you're not married in your 30s, you're gay. Or if you're not like this in your 30s, you're you're gay. Okay. <laughs> and I saw in your some of your stand-up, like, anytime you do something that's, like, non-traditional... I'm gay. It's lesbian. Oh, lesbian. Like, why? <laughs> because it's true. It's so true. Exactly. If my parents think I'm... Okay, so if I'm not a doctor, I'm not an engineer, I'm a stand-up. Okay, so you're gay, you know? Yeah. So it's really... It's really I'm not married yet. It's crazy. Like, I'm at that age where I should be divorced or <laughs> separated from my first husband and putting out feelers for a second husband oh while revamping my whole Instagram oh my and making it hella oh slutty, you know? Yeah, can we talk about the fact that you always know when someone got out of a relationship because they're suddenly active again on social media? Mm-hmm. Like, they disappeared from all social media platforms. And you know when they've, like, broken up with someone. Because they suddenly reappear and they have, like, their, like, um, thirst trap posts. Inspirational quotes with the boobs out. Oh, yeah. Inspirational Uh quotes. That's what it is. It's like, life is, is, you know, glory and flowers and you can do anything and their nipple is out. You have to make your own happiness and you can't rely on others. Never let others step in front of your dreams, like, stuff like that. What does that have to do with you and your bikini? I don't, you know. No, I'm very into, like, self-aware sluts. You know what's driving me crazy right now? When, like, people come up to me and they're talking about my brand on Instagram. Like, they're talking like, oh, well, you know, you either have to go really sexy now or you have to go, like, either, you know, very different for your stand-up. I'm like, what, I... I'm not posting my boobs out. Like, that's not me, you know? And, like, there's so many conversations that are, that are like, which, by the way, totally fine if you show your boobs and you want to be sexy on Instagram. That's absolutely okay. Whatever you want to do. I'm not, I, I don't judge anybody. But, like, I, it, it confuses me as an artist when people are like, oh, well, maybe you need to do this more. Maybe you need to do this more. Mm-hmm. Maybe your video, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you guys complicating everything? Why can't I just take a photo and just post it? I I know. It's Instagram is an institution now. It's crazy. It just blows my I mind. I feel like for a lot of for a lot of people like I don't know, I was listening to another podcast where these girls are comedians and they were saying that for them it's like they they're never able to like not be girls first and foremost and then comedians. Like, people always look at them and they're like, oh, you're too pretty to be funny. Mm. Or if they post videos on YouTube of their comedy skits, people don't comment on their comedy. They're always commenting on their thighs, on their arms. Like, it's just, like, do you feel like that's an issue for you as a girl? Like, do you feel like people look at you and they're like, oh, like, you should be butch if you're going to be a comedian. Like, you're too, like, pretty and girly to be funny. You know, it's really interesting. I feel like there's so many beautiful comedians out there now. You know, I think I think the world is getting used to that. To be honest, um, I I, mean, that's awesome. I I post videos. I post so many videos, and a lot of times, a lot of my videos, I'm not wearing makeup. So, okay, well, you're gorgeous. You don't need like no, but thank you. But the the you know, I'm not dolling myself up. I'm not in a bikini. I know girls that go live in their bikini. Do you know what I mean? And they're I'm do I'm doing my quotes. quotes comedians, and they're not telling one joke. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of like Instagram comedians, right? That's like another Instagram that's comedians. another genre of comedians where they're it's like clickbait. They'll put like mm-hmm. a an image. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. What is it called? What is it? Like the book? Why am I forgetting the name of this? Um... Whatever, like the cover image for the post, it'll be like tits or ass, and then you watch it, and it's like supposed to be funny, and it's always some sort of weird sexual joke. Yeah. I don't really know the names of these people, but I see them on Instagram sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's very omnicoy Yeah, I guess so. Can't but relate. <laughs> I don't know, girl. All I, you guys, I don't know. All I know is I, I just post whatever I think is funny. And then, you know, you can track it on your Instagram. You know, they have those, you know, insights. Yeah, you can insights. see, well, okay, does my audience like this? Does my audience like that? What I just found out is I have 60, 60-something percent of my audience is men. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'd like it to be 50-50. I, I'd like it to be women. I'd like it, you know, why, why is there so many men? I don't even post that many sexy photos. So that blew my mind. I feel like Persian girls in general, like, like a lot of the time on the podcast, we say, like, oh, Persian this, Persian that, and then people from other cultures are messaging us saying, like, it's not just you, like, this relates to us as well, but just from my own experience, Persian girls in general have a problem with being happy for other Persian girls, and, like, when they see other Persian girls being successful, they're, they're more, like, resentful than happy for you. Not everyone, like, some large large percentage you know what though obviously no 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 i know i know you mean that i'm just saying like clarifying for the audience i agree with you but i'm gonna take it one step further and i think it's women in general yeah yeah i agree i I don't think it has anything to do with being persian i think this is definitely a women thing it's a women thing and you know we're definitely trying to build each other up but there's still that percentage of people that are are not allowing that and want to bring others down so they can be the ones on top because they still feel like it's competition. They want to be that woman. They want mm-hmm. to be they want to be on top. They want to conquer it, you know? That's the problem. There's very few and you can tell you everybody listening, you know who they are. You have instincts. You know who those girls are. You know, you feel their energy right when they walk in the room. You know who's being fake to you. You know who's being nice to you. And honestly, when you smell that, when you see that, just keep them out of your sight because you don't want to feed off that energy, you know? Wish them well and they can go conquer things on their own. But the truth is, when you team up with people, you can accomplish more. Exactly. That's I. It's It's weird that men are so good on doing teamwork Mm -hmm. and then women even though like we need to really we have the most work to do and there isn't a lot of teamwork like a lot of these quote-unquote feminists I feel like it's just really something they call themselves like out of just like to tokenize their existence like they're like oh like this is it's just like a glamorous word to say like oh yeah Uh, I'm a feminist it's like on their resume 
but in practice, no, they don't really support other women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, me and Natalie received very ugly messages when we started, but we just didn't really, like, bring it up. It just wasn't necessary. Yeah. Wow. The worst part what type is of that, messages did you get? That's crazy to I me. I mean, number one, a lot of the messages we got, the funniest part is that people would create fake emails and fake Instagram accounts, so we wouldn't know who they are. But they would message us being like, oh, like, um, I, like, I could never do what you're doing, but good for you for doing it. Oh, and, also, like, people just, were like, like, we're going to expose you? For what? Like, oh, yeah, one girl was like, oh, I know who you guys are. I just want you to know I know who you are, Natalie and Billy. Meanwhile, we don't know who she is because she sent us this email from, like, a fucking fake like, email. Very bizarre. Like, I want you to know I know who you are what? and other people are going to find out who you are. What do you like, mean? Like, okay, do you not... In the first few episodes, we didn't use our names because we were, like, we were not ready to... I don't know. Even even now, it's like, wow, who the hell even knows who we are? It's like, what, what difference does it make that you know our names? It has nothing to do with anything. But there were people who were like, oh, my God, like, you think this is... Like, you can get away with this? It was, like, that kind of a thing. Get away with what? Are you talking, I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, what's so crazy? Are you talking about dead babies? Like, what are yeah, you Yeah, we didn't about? commit murder, everyone. You like, know, it's... Chill. It's, um... They're probably, first of all, let's let's be real. They're probably, like, 10-year-olds. No, trolling. they're definitely, like, tw- 20-something-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely girls, like, around our age. They're definitely people who knew us, but it's fine. I'm flattered that they quickly found the podcast before we even had promoted it on our own social yeah. media. You know, the problem with that is they're, first of all, they're not even, it's just an insecurity. It's it, it, Even if you guys are listening that are writing this, it's just coming out of a place of insecurity. When you're trolling on people, when you're commenting, when you have the the energy to go on somebody's YouTube and write, you're fucking ugly, I hate your nose, die. Mm-hmm. That is negative energy that is coming from your soul, okay? Like, mm-hmm. why are you that insecure that you need to put that on other people? When you have never, and you, I'm meaning these people, yeah, they've never even had the um, audacity or courage to put themselves yeah, out there. Mm-hmm. So you two have the courage and vulnerability to put yourselves out there. These people have never. So they're looking at you like, fuck, I wish they're I could. They're intimidated. They're intimidated and yeah. they've never put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. If you never put yourself out there, you're never going to win in life. So they're looking yeah, at you guys. Accomplished people like don't have the time to like go put other people down. They're too busy being accomplished. You're too busy. You're Girls too busy. Girls putting people down are like people who are bored with their own lives and haven't accomplished much like on their own. They're they're bored and scared. They're living in fear. Exactly. This they're living in fear. Yeah. So when somebody comments about my nose or about my stand up or this or that, I'm like, well, you're at a level that I'm not. You've never even gone on stage, so you can't. You cannot offend me because you've never been. In my shoes. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. No, I understand. So, there, yeah. <laughs> you can't let that affect you. Just be flattered. Yeah, but I feel like the first time I personally experienced like online hatred was form spring in high school. There's this thing where people could anonymously ask, like you would have a profile and people could ask you questions anonymously. Mm-hmm. And oh, I remember this. This was like this was absurd. In high school? Yeah, this was absurd that this came out. So uh, for me, when I was in high school, so this was like 2010 maybe, and or 2011. And I remember uh, 
there was this one Persian guy, and, like, someone had asked him, like, the, the popular question was, like, would you smash this girl? Like, do you think this girl's hot? In front of, and everybody would read this? Yeah, they were very popular to share around. Everyone would be like, oh, my God, ask me questions on Formspring. What's Formspring? It's called Ask FM now. I don't know. It's just, like, a ask, like, a question platform. I, I guess I, I don't even know. I don't have these. So they're like, yeah, I guess one person, and I, no one even knew me. I was like a total loner, but someone asked on this Persian guy's profile, like, what do you think, Mill-? like something about me? Mm-hmm. And he was like, ew, that bitch is so nasty. Like her nose, her face is so fucked up. Wow. And then like people And like, what does he look like? Pretty rough, actually. He looks like a snail that you, you know when you like step on a snail? And then it, okay. I love snails. I feel bad. Oh, yeah. Snails are cuter. Why the but that's hell his would vibe, you say I that? Think. That's so rude. I actually, I didn't even care. I was just like, that's doesn't that look so trashy on his part that totally. he would write such a thing about yeah. women? Like, I didn't even know. But yeah. So I don't. How did this come up? I don't know. We were talking <laughs> about hating. Yeah. We were talking about trolling. Trolling. And that's a troll. But we love trolls. We're we accept coming. trolls. Yeah. Without trolls, what would make the world go round? I don't know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like everyone says, you know, you've made it when you have haters. It's true, and I agree. Like, yeah. If I'm getting noticed enough to actually have haters, like thank God, I'm happy. We're on the right path. I'm at that place though where sometimes I can't read my Instagram messages, so I miss my hater messages. What do you mean? Like they updated it, so sometimes I don't get my messages. What? So I, like, misread them. I, I don't get them. Oh, so you're, you're getting oh, well, lonely. Well, yeah. I don't update anything because I have an iPhone 5, and every time I update, it just slows down even more and more. Yeah. So I don't oh. know updates on my end. Yeah. Everyone shits on me. They're like, what is your, like, phone from the fucking Stone Age? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I did a viral video, like, a few and he's not Persian, but he has like, I don't know, 800,000 Instagram followers. And he just reposted our video like two months ago. And on his page, it got like, I, I want to say like close to three, 400 comments. And like so many of those comments. And it was like a Vine video. Like I'm saying like six seconds. So many comments were about how ugly I was and how what? big my nose was. And I'm just looking at that video thinking, like, you guys, it was only six seconds. Yeah. And what's really funny is, like, Persian people um, never comment about my nose. Um, And this was um, mostly, like, it was the comedian was black and all of his followers were black. And then they all just, like, bashed on my nose. And I was like, that's really interesting because, like, maybe in the Persian community, everybody knows, hey, we all have big noses, blah, blah, blah. And then what's really funny was I even had a, 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 a person I knew on my Instagram troll on my nose who was also black. And he's like, oh, you got that Danny Tanner nose. And I'm what's like, wrong with you? I was like, and he is a um, quote unquote, um, one of those um, like motivational speaker type oh, of goodness. people. And then I said, you need to, and I commented on, on his post. I was like, you need to stop making fun of my nose. It's not part of your brand. Oh, that's genius. And then he just wrote, yes, sir. Wait, did you screenshot this? 
Yeah, and I'm like, why are all these black people making fun of my nose? Like, according to black men and women, I have this really big Pinocchio long ass motherfucking nose. <laughs> and I'm like, if I said one thing about their race or their looks, I'd be this racist person. Yeah, it's definitely more okay to say things about Middle Eastern people, I think. Yeah, but I have a Jewish nose, I have this, I am Pinocchio, I'm this, mm-hmm. I'm so ugly. I'm just like, okay, I guess I can take that. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to say, I don't know. Yeah. So... That's really funny. What was this guy's name? Sorry, this is bad. This is like doxing. I shouldn't ask. Yeah, that. I'll I'll show, I'll show you later. <laughs> yeah, we don't promote doxing at Frozen Girl yeah. Podcast. Uh, but moral is, y'all should love everything about yourselves. Trolls be out there trolling. Yes. Do you? Um, yeah, even like you're never gonna be able to please everyone. You're always an troll. No, like, uh, freaking, uh, for example, who's the most beautiful? Angelina Jolie. Do you know how many people troll on her? Oh, she's so ugly. Oh my God. Like, she is so, uh, 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 I'm like, if you guys are trolling on her, there's no hope for anybody, okay? No, that's true. That's so delusional. Yeah. So this podcast is sponsored by trolling. (laughs) I feel like we have to say there's, like, a plastic surgeon. Uh, Oh, yeah. I guess we're doing, like, anti-plastic We're not, really, because both of us haven't had those. Surgery. Yeah. Um, I'm all about surgery. Whatever makes you guys happy. I don't really care. Yeah. You know, honestly, get your... Yeah, my boob job has made me so happy. There you go. I regret it for a second. I love my new boobs. There you go, so Natalie. Fun. Natalie's happy. If you guys got a butt implant, you know, if you got that lipo done in Mexico, you know, <laughs> in Mexico. Oh god. Okay, maybe don't do it in Mexico. Yeah, don't do it in Mexico. Last resort. Last yeah, resort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your lips injected. That's a really popular thing. Okay, that's one thing. Like, I have to speak out against the lip stuff. Needs to stop. It does if you're extreme about exactly. it. Exactly. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, but that's the thing. Most girls don't do it naturally and they end up looking like Daffy Duck. <laughs> yeah. I have a like, whole joke on it. Point, no, it's just it's ridiculous. Like, if you look worse, then what was the whole point of playing all, like, all that money? I do have to say, there's I have a, a lot of friends that do get the lip injections and it looks really good on them. Like, I have a lot of, like, not Persian friends, but they just get a little, you know, because, you know, it's just a little, ugh. Yeah. And it looks really, really good. And they get it done, like, maybe once every six months. I'm talking about the people that get an addiction to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then... That they don't realize. They have, like, body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia, face dys- dysmorphia. Face dysmorphia. And it's happening freaking in the big cities. Okay? You guys you guys all have a friend. Okay? Who overdid it. Who you're like, did you... Bitch, did you just get some lip injections? And they're like, no. I don't know what you're talking They can't even talk. I don't know you. I don't know anything. I just, they can't even drink water. They can't even eat. You look so good, right? Do you think I would get a husband? No. <laughs> you can't even do anything sexual. Wait, that's true. The whole purpose of them is to sexually attract people, but then how could you... Oh, my God. Get you know? Oh God. <laughs> I don't know how G-rated or PG rated this show is but yeah it's not that flattering it's not that sexy when you're 
you know. Yeah. I had a friend, you know, I did have a friend. She got lip implants. But to her defense. Implants. Lip implants. But can I say something about her? She worked at the plastic surgery office, and those looked so natural on her. I had no idea she had the lip implants. Oh. But then she got them removed because she's like, I didn't feel comfortable. But she gets her lips done, and... You know, she's gotten, she works there. I think maybe when you work there, it's different. She looks so, everything that she does looks like you you, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, if it's at a good place. It's at a very expensive place, yeah. Like, Bella Hadid has had so much work done, but people are always like, no, like, she just went through puberty, but it's like, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. Puberty, puberty. I mean, the the work on her looks beautiful. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Like, it's a really great surgeon. Um, but you know, yeah, I just think that like, you should be open about it. That's all. There, people should be. Open. Why would they be? Why? No, this is it's all natural. It's so good for me. It's I know natural. so many people. Who say. It's natural, like my milk. I don't know. <laughs> like what? My milk. <laughs> my breast milk. <laughs> oh, I think I spoke about this one girl that literally like. Her nose was like probably 95% of the mass of her face, and she got a nose job. And this girl came up to her at a party. She's like, Oh, you look so different. Like, what did you do? And this girl has the audacity to go, Oh, I got a haircut. <laughs> Bitch! But, I, the, but the thing is, I actually, you mentioned this in the last so episode. Funny. On the oh same, my god. That's, I feel the thing is, it's inappropriate to even ask that, though, unless you're close. Like, it's bad that she denied it, but it's also bad that someone was like, well, obviously, you know she got a nose job. Why would you ask? You guys, it's a rite of passage in our culture. Everybody knows. You yeah. don't even need don't, to ask. I just don't think you should do things that you're going to be ashamed of admitting to. Like, if mm-hmm. you're going to do it, own it. That's true. Because then people respect it. you more when you own the things that you do. But when you're, like, trying to hide it, people are like, wow. Like, like, How old is she? Embarrassed of the Okay. She's some twenty twenty four, yeah, like Some sometimes when you're very young, you know. You know, twenty four is still young. Sometimes when you're really young, they're they're embarrassed. You know? Yeah. Versus let's say she just got it done at thirty. She'd be like yeah. Got it done. <laughs> Touch it. But yeah. when you're like twenty four, like, oh you know, you're still trying to figure yourself out. You don't you know, you're really um offended maybe not offended but really worry and concerned about what others think of you you know sometimes when you're younger um those things affect people and and their level of maturity so that could be one thing i don't know i don't know if we can this is like totally off topic well it's not off topic for the podcast but i'm just curious have you ever dated a persian man boy i did yeah i dated a persian dude in college a man boy a man boy they are they're they're man boys no you know he was man boy man boy he was he was a really sweet guy he was so sweet he he lived in santa monica and we went we dated for a while and i was in college we were both in college but we we went to different colleges Mm -hmm. he was really nice he was like my first boyfriend so yeah you know but you don't do you still date Person. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Why do you? You know, I don't know. It's, I feel personally like they are not going to be okay with my lifestyle. 
you know, I travel a lot. I get on stage. I talk about random stuff. I work with a lot of different men. Um, unless it's like a Persian guy that's very open-minded um, and is okay with my field, then that would be a topic to discuss and maybe I'd give, you know, we could work it out. But majority, they're not into a woman that is like so independent and doing this type of field. That's what I've encountered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was what I was expecting. Yeah. I think both of us were expecting. And, and I've done so many shows. I've done so many shows, majority Persian. They don't come up to me after a show. They don't really want to, you know, they don't hit on me. They, they're not interested by any means. And it could be a level of insecurity, too, because I'm on stage and I'm doing my thing, you know, which I understand. But a lot of them don't want to date a comedian. You know, oh, they're course. also engineers. They're doctors. They're like, how am I going to see a future with this type of person? How You know, so I'm it, it just it's just not in. I don't see it as a path. Yeah, there's this saying, sangin bosh, mm-hmm. and I think that's like a lot of what Persian men are looking for. Like they want this woman who's like, the 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 expression like literally is like be heavy, but it's just like kind of like be grounded or like be conservative. I think like don't be fuzul essentially. Sure. It's like opposite of fuzul, and I think um, oh, there's. I hope you're okay with cats. Yeah. And cat is here. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think um, I think that, yeah, they they you know they can fool around with whatever Asian girls, you know, Kai girls, and then they yellow fever, yellow oh, like fever. They're allowed to do that, and then they settle down with um, you know a nice Persian, nice Persian girl who you know is has a good career as well and can cook and clean. And she's clean. Yeah. She's clean and she can clean. And and I know a lot of Persian men don't want just a housewife. Like, I know they all want that woman that is career-driven, too. Oh, sorry. You know? <laughs> I, I know that I know that time has changed, you know? They, mm-hmm. they oh, do... no, but, but, but there are girls who want to be housewives. And, like, I've heard, like, recently some stories of, like, men that get married and then suddenly their wife is like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to work. And they're like, what do you mean? And they're like, no, I just want to pop out babies. And they're like, but... but Wait, I wish everyone could see Melissa's face right now because my cousin's cat just came and, like, stretched his ass in front of her face for some reason. And his ass was dirty. It was a bit... Oh, God. Wait. (laughs) Repeat, Natalie. Repeat. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so out of it. Like... No, you're saying how... She was dirty ass cat. Um, No, just saying how, like, a lot of, like... Like, there are situations where guys get married to a girl and they think that, like, it's going to be, like, both of them working and then suddenly the girl's like, no, I want to stay home. Interesting. And, like, That's it's true, just, yeah. It's, like, kind of awkward. It's like, what do you, like, how do you force a girl to go work at a certain point? Well, I mean, honestly, when they're dating, the guy would know how motivated the girl is in her career, you know? You would know at that, you know, while they're together, if her main goal is to raise a family. And by the way, if you are a house mom, and that is a full-time job too, you know, that is a lot of work. Yeah. It is. I think also, like, some people don't understand that it's not, like, being, if you're not wealthy, sometimes being able to work when raising kids as a mother is a privilege, like... Unless the husband's going to stay home and take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, some people can't afford to work and also have a nanny. So it's not like, oh, well, she was like, she was just a mom and she never, she didn't do much. Like, no, I, I think like some women, like they actually are very career driven, but they like had to sacrifice a certain part of their lives to raise their kids mm -hmm. because no one else was around to help and they couldn't. So I think that's something that should yeah. be taken into consideration as well when there's like this whole discourse about praising women who work like there's also yeah that's true it's like very circumstances vary it's very expensive preschool and and child care is so expensive mm -hmm. in la i have a friend i think she pays like two three a month something insane like two two grand just for one just and that's and she crazy. goes to work and she goes to work Oh yeah, you have to go to work. Sorry, well, yeah. You have she, to go. she goes to work, so she they drop. She's like, what else are you doing? So she drops. It's like they get up at five thirty. By the time the kid gets ready, then they drop the the baby off. Priest. It's just a whole thing. So yeah. it's a lot of work, you know. Ugh, don't bite me. Um. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to have a kid. I heard having a kid um, ages you by ten years. So am I ready for that? Mm, no. Really? Why? Yeah, there's I'm... a research on that. It ages you 10 years, each child. I don't think that's true. Maybe not for our skin tone, but I've read it. <laughs> I thought it actually keeps you young to have kids. Like because you're running around? Hormones or something. Is there any doctors listening that can email yeah, Persian can you Girl verify? Podcast? Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, Persian thank Girl you. Podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I've never me. said the word that many times. I think like you you started saying Persian Girl Podcast so much that I'm like starting to say it a lot. Yeah, Persian Girl Podcast. Persian Girl Podcast. Thank you guys for having me. And thank you for all the Persians and non-Persians for listening. Yeah, um, for keeping this alive. For keeping it alive. Um, you can find Melissa's Instagram. It's at Mel Shoshahi S-H-O-S-H-A-H-I and my website is melcomedy.com um, I post my dates there I'll be in D.C. June 26th through the 28th and then I'll be heading to New York City where yeah um, send us send us the link to um, like go buy your tickets yeah I'm still I, I'm still trying to figure out all my show dates um, and then if anybody's in New York City that has, like, a really nice hotel they want me to stay up for free, <laughs> hit me up. Look it up. Because it's not I cheap. I've out there that own half the buildings in Manhattan. If one of you want to let her stay for free. Yeah, if anybody owns, like, a building that they're just like, ah, I don't really, I'm sure Mel can stay there for two, three nights. Please, because yeah. artists struggle. The struggle is real. <laughs> All right. Okay. See you guys next week. Bye. Oh, don't forget to subscribe and follow you bitches. Oh, subscribe and follow. Millie, know, Millie's energy went down. She just took some heroin. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Give it up for Natalie and Millie. Everybody subscribe to Persian Girl Podcast. Everybody love you. Peace. Bye. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. 
and your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.